one. Welcome, everybody, to the show, Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. And I am pumped up to have a gentleman I've known for years. We network together in a great group called HNP. Kurt, welcome to the uh, show. I'm excited to have you here. Oh, it's uh, great to be here finally. I hear you talking about your show a lot and see it out there. And uh, finally had to speak up in a meeting to raise my hand. You know, hey, Steve, I'm available. So we're doing it. That's Kurt. <laughs> He's going to go out there. I love him about him. I, and serving, you do that in spades so well because you have this disability channel. Let, let's talk about that because I think anybody that's working a disability area is serving so let's talk about your channel okay uh well the disability channel i hopped on board with and okay. the appetite for me to plug in came from radio and the radio thing connected when i served as vice chair of the wisconsin council on physical disabilities so basically a conversation with a friend got me thinking um i guess more i would have gotten there eventually but just those promptings from friends help move things along. So uh, sure enough, I uh, went ahead with that and it just set up a lot of dominoes. Um, they got me going and with working on an event, I then found on LinkedIn working on this event, the disability channel. And I had previously an appetite that I was doing radio and I thought for disability advocacy, I also wanted to build out, um, you know, television uh, that is disability advocacy. So I was thinking of it like ability TV or something like this. And um, it just was sitting there in my head, didn't do anything with it. And then working on the event, I found the disability channel. I called up the founder and told him, you know, he's got me at hello, because it's really nice when you're setting out to start something. And you realize there's actually another pioneer out there that uh, has it rocking and rolling. So that Made my job a lot easier, which is kind of nice. Yeah, you don't have to recreate the wheel. He's already done it for you. Yeah. Why disability? You could do a lot of things because you, you're a very well, well-rounded guy. Why'd you go disability route? It came from a personal introspection that I felt like, you know, with people that don't have a disability and I looked at my trails in life and I just felt that I was given a little bit of an awakening, um, which is a huge opportunity to, you know, reach out to others. And I have another friend who talks about this, that, you know, there's outreach, but you know, with this type of stuff we're talking about, or you're talking about a servant's heart, you know, there's, he comes up with this idea of in reach, you know, to, to basically reach for that servant's heart and make that connection. And it came through the sport of water skiing. I'm a lifelong water skier. I've been doing show skiing for 37 years. And what happened over a decade ago is an opportunity in a water ski show to have a newfound friend with a disability um, ski in the show with me. And the um the hiccup you know or the little bump on the road was that a couple of my friends in our team you know president and other board member decided that it wasn't going to happen and so it was a night that i lost sleep over it because i just felt really goofy funny queasy just not my character and just really felt that okay sometimes it's about timing 
Yeah. It really felt okay. It didn't come together in the timing that I expected because we were all prepared, had the ski show director all involved and, you know, had the people ready. And we had been doing a clinic, uh, and we still do. One, once a year, we do an annual event uh, for an agency that serves adults with disabilities. So it was something that wasn't even a thought. It wasn't going to happen because we've been doing it for, for a number of years, um, but just not in a show. So we're show skiers, so I didn't figure it was a big deal. But when this impasse came to be and then wrestling with it, you know, to review it and learn from it, it was like, you know, I started to look at my faith life. You know, how much was I praying with people with disabilities? I looked at being a builder of excellence with Optimus International and how much I didn't build this thing of excellence for me with people with disabilities. And I wasn't recognizing that people with disabilities are largely members of Optimus International. And then you can start thinking Alliance, Kiwanis, Rotary. You know, we can start naming our favorite nonprofit and look at the people volunteering and start asking ourselves, why is it that, like, say, doing business with a servant's heart? How many of us are picturing that it's a person with a disability who has that servant heart and is in business? You know, and this was the dynamic that water skiing woke me up to consider. And so I talked to my wife and daughter, and they too, uh, loving the sport of water skiing and thinking about what we as a family can do with people, they agreed that this devotion to have people with disabilities do what we're doing and to empower that, that's what we needed to do. So out of that conversation was born the Inclusion to Water Skiing Campaign, the Everybody Skis Program. So now I say, you know, remove ski and skiing and insert your thing. You know, insert the Everybody Podcast, you know, the Inclusion to Doing Business Campaign, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. You know, this is what this is what came from this experience. And it, it takes interfering with something you love. You know, and then it it seemed directed at me, you know, because I took it personally <laughs> that I organized, I orchestrated this thing, and I was shut down. For sure, our friend with a disability, or just basically our friend was shut down. We had a guest, and he was more prepared to be in that ski show than I was, <laughs> and he went home dry. And not only did he go home dry, I even said, if this is what you're going to do, I need you to talk to him because... If I'm talking to him, we're right back. I'm going to be like, you know, come on out to the dock. We're going to get you going. So unless you want me to carry that out, you better go talk to him. Well, you know what? My friends never went over and talked to him. And furthermore, my wife recognized that. And my wife apologized for it not working out to at least acknowledge the thing. So that there's a lot of, you know, fear or there's a lot of awkwardness and uncertainty and, and I, I relate to it because I benefited from recent experiences in my life within the last year, two, and three that brought me to this point of confidence yeah. to do this. And my friends did not go through those few years like I had. So there was a disadvantage. There was a little disparity for expectation. So this is where I'm at now. I'm at, I want to be here on your podcast. I want to be wherever I can be to say, let's all start having this consciousness and let's all consider our own position 
and for sure, no judgment, what everybody does. But what I find is that when you offer this space for reflection, a lot of people are out there that'll start reflecting on it the same way I did over a decade ago. That's an amazing story. Of course, I didn't know that. We haven't talked this in depth. That That's definitely a reason why you do it. I love the inclusion part, the in-reach. That's a new phrase for me. I'm going to use that. Um, and, and it's amazing how sport can bring people together of all different size, shapes, and you're doing that. Tell me a story of a water skier that's disabled, how it's changed their life. How it, oh boy. Um, I, I know you got a lot, but I'm yeah, sure you have a lot. But for what I feel is, is behind your question, I want to tell you about, um, you know, a lady who is recognized, um, you know, went to um, Miss Wheelchair America contest. And before this stuff all came to be, um, she was she was talking to friends because, you know, what she deals with is uh, a degenerative disease, an incurable disease, and it just is progressive. And and so this whole medical condition just really, as you can imagine, you know, um, I'm sure it's with most <laughs> that it's a tough mental health battle. It's a tough thing to get your mind around and your soul around like, Oh, Oh, Oh my, <laughs> what, what, mm -hmm. what I have to deal with now. And then, so depression, you know, and actually suicide ideation mm -hmm. and just really feeling down in the dumps. Like, like, I don't like where my life is going. I don't, I don't want to go on this journey, <laughs> you know, but what happened was, is that in a nice way, another friend, mention an adaptive water ski program you know because part of this degenerative disease is you know loss of mobility so then to proceed to, to, to be a wheelchair user and then that whole um thing of activity activities of daily living and you know and then you start being um a little bit you know relationship change and yeah you know, Thing, everything differently with other people and then independently it's just all different upside down she went and then learning about the ski program she went and did it and the moment she was out on that water and felt that freedom and felt that empowerment you know now it wasn't me that did this this was when i jumped into the scene i'm learning what's all going on here that added to the inspiration for me yeah hear how this lady's life seemed to have literally been saved through something as simple as water skiing uh that was that's just gripping you know and then it keeps like you say it keeps going from there steve yeah and, and you read my question correctly I exactly want people to see one i want to give you huge credit for doing that you're a part of it but whether you're disabled or not we can change people's lives right, right? Disability is just a, a portion of this, but an able person can be changed too, whether it's water skiing or, or whatever it may be, correct? Yeah, and that that's my bigger point in all this. Yeah. You know, for sure, you know, there's an organization out there that has T-shirts that I see disability advocates wearing T-shirts that say, piss on pity. You know, so, so they're not, no... 
I shouldn't say nobody. I don't want to stereotype in any direction on this. But but for sure, to assume that a person with a disability is wanting your pity is absolutely the opposite end of where they're going. And for sure, my story is about how I benefited from the disability community, the empowerment that just masses of people with disabilities put into my life. You know, I talk about how I'm 51 years old and that I talk about how for 40 years of life, I live life the way everybody in the mainstream prescribes, you know, do what you need to do at church to be that, you know, usher or, you know, be that, you know, servant person at church, do the optimist thing, yeah. um, go to the library, you know, keep that lifelong learning going, you know, jump into your political party, you know, not to be divisive politics, but just be a part yeah. of our democracy and all that. And, you know, have fun, you know, work hard, play hard, you know, all that stuff. And just doing it with all these able-bodied people and so many people that aren't from the disability community and just looking at what all that was that I appreciate and I love and adore, but it's just been amazing how in a decade I put this decade up against four decades in this, I'll call it the old way. Yep. Well, I mean, you're bringing right back to inclusion. I'm going to say it again. It's awesome because if somebody else is able to watch the water ski, you're going to work with everybody, but the impact from a disabled is is so powerful. And, and I've got a couple of guests that have paraplegics that have done great things. Let's talk a little real quick about your World of Ability podcast network. I love the phrase World of Ability. Very positive message out there. Let's talk about that. Again, that came out of the radio show I do. Um, basically, there's um, a platform called Transforming Media Network that that I helped. <laughs> you know, um, I kind of nudged it to tell my friend that this is something great for him to think about doing. And then it kind of was a little self-serving. It gave us a better way to work together. And then, um, you know, so the World of Ability podcast became this thing that what we do with the radio station, he too, transform you live show um you know it was a way that we could work together that it just wasn't a good fit where where we're going with it on the radio station so it gave us a separate playground um to do our stuff him from the transformative side which is part of my story and then that helps me bring it right out to the front being with transform you and then the world of ability just um really put me in the place i wanted to be to say i'm looking to enrich the rest of my life through the 2 billion people on earth that I give credit to that, that is, is just what's all these people available to me to just keep on this journey and to keep maximizing what I get out of life because they are out there. The people that define for me what the disability community is and how to live life most under the terms of people with disabilities. And then to, like you mentioned, the integration component. Yeah. We're not going to uh, master integration until we learn from these 2 billion people how they see it needs to be. And if we follow their formula, it works. There's so much education I've gone to with ADA centers and independent living centers and you know all these events I went to. They've got what we need in the world. There's no doubt about it. Amen. God bless you what you're doing because more people need to do it. You do a lot and... I've always very envious of you and it's given me motivation to do it. Audience, I hope you're listening to Kurt. 
what he's doing. You don't need to have that kind of impact. But if you just did 10 or 20% of what Kurt's doing, this world will be much better. You said it earlier, what these people are doing, that's what you're saying. Well, you're successful. I want to get into a book that you read or a couple of books that you read to put you where you are today with the success you're having. What have you read that's really impacted you? Um, yeah, I got from a cousin. I uh, He gifted me the book Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. And, and to me, that's that's what really fueled me to to have this gravitation away from the secular world and, you know, all these culture and customs and, you know, just kind of responding and being consumer driven and all this stuff. So this purpose driven life really, um, you know, really kind of put that paradigm in my mind that that really allowed me to appreciate, you know, uh, what was being put in front of me, the, the other gifts. And the other is the four signs of a dynamic Catholic. And um, so it's all about, in, you know, incredible, you know, possibilities and prayer and, you know, study, you know, um, yep. you know, and generosity and so forth. You know, so so it kind of speaks into what you're going for in this show in, in some yep. and And there too. You know, being a pioneer, being a change maker, being a crusader, a maverick, and just going out there and just realizing that, you know, I know tens of thousands of people around the world, and, you know, it just seems like I'm in a very unique position. Now, maybe as I get closer to knowing 8 billion people on Earth, maybe I'll find, you know, some more counterparts, but um, it takes a source where you know, I'm independent, I can carve this out, I can define what this is, because my hope is that this is one of these things that just takes hold all around the globe. And, and that um, my vision in this, if this catches on, and other people can help me (laughs) jumping in, and Mm -hmm. putting their perspective into this and helping me make the tweaks that'll make it more sustainable for generations to come. Um, I really, I really see this as phenomenal. So yeah, that reading definitely needed to uh, keep my mind primed for this challenge that I, I'm still in the middle of. You have a challenge in, in, in that first book you mentioned, the word purpose. You have to have a purpose to work with disability. I know it's a challenge. I've worked with them indirectly or directly, but very short, short periods. But right. I mean, Kurt, let's, your purpose is to help the disability. And if you didn't have a strong purpose, it would be harder. You may still achieve it, but wouldn't it be a little bit harder to do? Absolutely. And, and because of the strong purpose, again, that, that grew from uh, my friends Mm -hmm. with disabilities and the disability community and all these agencies and people who have retired, um, people who we live in their legacy that they're deceased now and just think of the purpose they had that I was able to tap into. And now it's like the baton is handed to me. What we're doing, Steve is to me, the title I give this is that, is that we're in barrier demolition. (laughs) You know, it's not just working through barriers. Yeah, there is a lot of that, but when people really get what I'm talking about, 
We're going to demolish these barriers. And it's about biases in our society and so forth. And when you recognize all this, and if you can flip the script a little bit, what I look at is that when I get with folks, like you mentioned, you do some stuff with people with disabilities. And I'm doing what I'm doing with people with disabilities. And it's kind of like the opportunity here, I looked at it from a quantification standpoint. And like, what is this void to fill? It's actually pretty ginormous. You know, but the way we look at it is that we're going to multiply what exists on Earth in this integration fashion and these little fractals of great examples, great stories, like you're bringing out my story. We're going to multiply all this by 33. So 33 is that magic number. And it's all through synergy. It's mm. through, through all the angles, you know, from faith, service, education, uh, civics, business, um, all the fun stuff we do in life. You know, when we get this from all the angles and we really, you know, stir up the pot and we, we get this concoction going, it's a quantum leap. I helped the state of Wisconsin more than sextuple the access to the sport of water skiing for people with disabilities in six years. And so it's already been proven with help from other places in the world, Florida, the water ski capital of the world, you know, it was a way to show how when we work together and, and we use what, what has connected and we let everybody play a role to the extent that they want to play a role and we allow this to happen, it is magnificent. And that that's that's what I'm able to be a part of. And I, I couldn't think of anything else to do right now. This is just so overwhelmingly satisfying. I don't need to do anything else. This is it. Well, audience... Um... He answered the purpose question perfectly. That could go for your business. But if you're inspired or motivated at all to help disability people, disability persons, I want you to reach out to Kurt. Please do either be on his podcast financially, physically. He will walk you through what you can do to help. This is going to change your life as well as changing others. You can see it's changed Kurt's life. Uh, I've known Kurt for a long time. I know Kurt much better today. And my heart is pounding in excitement for what he's doing. And I'm really excited I can help get this message out. Kurt, I want to thank you for being on the show. We ran out of time. We could talk forever about disabilities. Um, again, audience, I'm going to say it again. If you're motivated, inspired by what he said, I am, reach out to him. His information will be in the notes of this show, either on YouTube or my podcast. But he'd be willing to talk to anybody, right, Kurt? that wants to help in your venture, in your journey. Oh yeah. My, my information's public. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a hotline for if anything's moving you, any curiosity, I'll spend whatever time it takes. Absolutely. Well, as they say in the old days, pick up the bat phone and call Kurt because <laughs> he'll be calm. We're not going to put up a spotlight, but we'll use the bat phone. <laughs> with that being said, I always want to leave the audience with, cause you're doing so many great things. What tip can you give the audience that's got you so excited to do what you're doing to help them in their journey, whether it's personally or business-wise, to grow? Well, again, the key to integration is from people with disabilities. So whenever you have that chance, you know, in a natural way, you know, I'm not suggesting to go out there and say, oh, there's a person with a disability. I have this great opportunity. No, just make yourself available you know, if someone with a disability is gazing your way and it looks like they're participating in potentially connecting, follow a natural thing. If it's something where you have to force it, don't worry about it. 
But whenever you have a chance that you know you're connecting with someone with a disability, I ask you, please treat them as your master of ability and ask them, you know, how to do what you want to do. Tell them what's in your heart. Tell them what stirs in your belly, what's in your soul, and kind of what you're thinking in the realm of disability. This is what I asked my water skiers when they were interested to do what I do. I had to find out what was in them first, and we just worked to bring what was in them out. And then it wasn't about the Kurt Roscoff show or the Kurt Roscoff program. I helped them grow what they wanted to do, and that's all it's about. So people with disabilities help us do that. If you let them lead the way, it all works out.